Welcome to Tiger Talk, the podcast for Mercy High School in Middletown, Connecticut, where we talk about everything Mercy, including students, faculty and staff, alumni, and leaders in our community. Learn more about Mercy High School at our website, mercyhigh.com. everyone, and welcome to our latest edition of the Tiger Talk podcast, where we discuss all things related to Mercy High School in Middletown, Connecticut. I am Alyssa Dijon, the president of Mercy, and I am really excited to be joined by one of Mercy's neighbors, and this is Megan Bush, the executive director of the Wadsworth Mansion. So hi, Megan. Thanks so much for joining our podcast. Hi, Alyssa. Thanks for having me here. It's great, great to have you. And I, I know that you are uh, right now, I know our podcast listeners can't see us, but I am looking at Megan right now over Zoom and I'm looking at this gorgeous room inside the mansion. Can you, can you tell me where you are, Megan? Sure. So I am in the museum history room, which we keep locked most of the time, uh, especially for our weddings. But it's a room here that we really house all of the antiques and furniture um, from when Colonel Wadsworth and his family lived here or items that were passed down from his direct family. Um, So it's mostly period pieces from the late 1800s, early 1900s. Um, Some of it was brought over from France by Mrs. Wadsworth. And we have some photos of them that were actually in the house. So it's a room that's open for our docent-led tours on Wednesday afternoons. Or, of course, if someone random walks in during the week, we always enjoy kind of showing it off. It's our pride and joy. Uh, It's a small room, but I feel like, you know, we have chairs, we have candelabras, couches, paintings. We have the colonel's military coat along with his musket and sword. Um, And we also have the original china to the house. So it's kind of a bunch of little tiny pieces that together form this nice sitting room. um, And we're able to really describe the history of the mansion through it. That's great. Yeah, I'm really interested in learning a little bit about Colonel Wadsworth. Can Can you tell us a little bit about him? Absolutely. I mean, I feel like I could talk about him for hours. Uh, He was a very unique man, but he married into the Hubbard family, which is a prominent family from the Middletown uh, Meriden area. Uh, And this was their summer home. It was kind of modeled after a French country estate. So the house itself is very wide, uh, sorry, very long and narrow. And that's the, when you walk through the front doors, you really see the expansive backyard. Uh, so the house was built in the early 1900s, around 1907, and the lawns were designed by the Olmsted brothers. Wow. Uh, so that's kind of a little exciting claim to fame that we have, because you know we all learn as kids, Olmsted brothers, Central Park, but <laughs> there's a lot of other smaller historical areas throughout the Northeast that the Olmsted brothers played a really big part in. Um, so this used to be mostly pasture land, and the colonel was a very big environmentalist, conservationist ahead of his time. And he planted almost every tree that's on our grounds. Um, So there are photos in, uh, in our main uh, reception area, and it kind of chronicles the history of the mansion in a very visual way so that people can easily understand it. So the mansion's built, they live in it during the summers. They had plenty of other homes along the Eastern seaboard and in Chicago. The Colonel actually don't want to say he was a trust fund baby, but he was a little bit Uh, His father, Julius, invested heavily in railroads in Chicago and Minnesota, um, and that's where the family really did build their wealth, and that was passed down to their children. 
the colonel did fight in Texas in the army. When I say fight, I mean, we don't, we don't really have a major war along the Texas border when he was, by the time he got there, but he was stationed there. He started a commissary and then he worked in various investment projects when he moved up here. He was always traveling um, and his wife loved France. And that's what the home is really inspired by. Um, so they were here until the colonel died in the early 1940s. And then his wife sold it to the Senecal, which was the order of the nuns. And they had this as a retreat center. Um, they lived here. They turned our West ballroom into, which actually, this is funny. So the billiards room where all the men used to hang out and smoke mm-hmm. cigars, you know, and have fun and play pool. That was turned into an altar kind of sitting room. <laughs> I just find that transition very happy, very funny and ironic. And now we celebrate weddings in it. So then after the the Seneca operated here from 1946 to about 86, Mm -hmm. and then they sold it to a developer and the developer went bankrupt. They wanted to raise the entire mansion. It just was not cost effective. The Colonel built this mansion to be completely fireproof. So it's 18 to 24 inch concrete walls. You're not going to cost effectively knock this building down. Sure. Uh, So luckily we had a very, very, very strong contingent um, of the town that really respects the history of the grounds, the mansion, and saw what this could be to our community. Uh, So they formed a committee and they pushed for local and state representatives to get on board, including mayors from 1988 onward that really supported this project and made it come to fruition. Uh, And yeah, so the town went through a bonding process and the taxpayers agreed that they would pay to restore the mansion. Uh, it was not a small price tag, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And they were able to later apply for an open space grant and pay that all back. Um, so ever since 1999, we've been operating as a wedding venue, community space, uh, trails, place for recreationists. And we are completely self-funded now. So we generate all the money ourselves from our private events. And then we use it to take care of the building and the grounds. That's wonderful. I know that Mercy, uh, Mercy's property actually abuts the, 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 the grounds of the mansion. And so we can see, especially from our athletic fields and our softball field, we can look out and see the back of, of the Wadsworth mansion. And it is delightful to look at. <laughs> it is. And our, our properties are so connected because uh, the Vista, which we call our back lawn, it used to go all the way to the edge of Randolph Road in Mercy's property, and the original property marker is still down there, um, past your fields. So that was a pretty expansive view. So it's nice now that you guys are looking back onto us. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's it's wonderful too to have this right next to us. I know our our students benefit uh, from getting to to run on several of the trails. Uh, so, so thank you so much for that. And I know that in Mercy and the mansion have enjoyed uh, some really nice events lately as well. Yeah, it was great getting to further our connection and our partnership. We're natural partners as neighbors. We love seeing the girls utilizing the trails or walking through on their, you see them after school sometimes just walking the property, uh, hanging out here, reading even. It's nice to see a younger demographic here than what we're used to enjoying the space. Mm-hmm. Um, Hosting your proms have been great as well, getting to know the faculty there, uh, because as neighbors, we should be, you know, we're both community pillars. We should be working together uh, for Middletown and for the area. Absolutely. Yeah, we just enjoyed our our senior prom um, at the mansion. And just to see the looks on the girls' faces when they drive up that long driveway and they approach 
the mansion and you can see their, their eyes getting really wide and they get to go in and enjoy this really nice event at this beautiful place. Uh, they, yeah, they we all really have those fairy tale moments and dreams when we're younger and this kind of helps them, you know, live that out. Uh, I, right. So it, it is so wonderful to have this as part of our community. And I know that there are a number of summer events planned uh, for the, for the community at the mansion. So yeah, tell us about I, the concert series, for instance. So we're primarily a wedding venue, but our public events are where we really get to interact with different people from the community, from outside of Middletown. So we're so thrilled that our concert series is coming back this year. After canceling it last year due to COVID, we are excited to welcome people back to the grounds to listen to live music out on our lawn. We will have bands throughout the month of July. And what's really exciting is this year, we are changing it up a little bit. So the last Wednesday in July, we're actually going to host a ballet performance on the terrace. Uh, So Connecticut Ballet, uh, in partnership with the Middletown Arts Office, will be performing out on our terrace for our concert. So it's something new. We're hoping to reach different demographics, but also bring ballet to people who may not have experienced it before. So all of our concerts, the grounds open at 530. We welcome people to come and picnic or use one of our food trucks that's on site. We usually have two savory food trucks and always a dessert truck. Uh, maybe two dessert trucks this year because I have a really big sweet tooth. Um, and then people just enjoy a night out with family and friends outside. Even if you're a little COVID hesitant, it's all outside. There's plenty of space out there and distance. We'll be following any state rules that you know are in accordance. But otherwise, we're just looking forward to having them again. That's fantastic. I know I've been to been to some uh, in in years past, and they're really fun. And you you always end up seeing someone you know. Exactly. Yes. You run into people, whether in line at the food truck or just hanging out on the lawn. It's great because the kids have space to run around. It's a really family-friendly event and it's easily accessible. And we also, it furthers our partnership because we use your parking lot. Absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're happy to do that. We, we do see some people will park here and then, and then walk over and it's a, a nice little partnership there. I know um, in August, you also have the filming of the Antiques Roadshow. That's yes. exciting. This was announced, and I don't know, I think we all underestimated the power of the Antiques Roadshow, (laughs) especially in the Middletown Durham area, but we have received such positive feedback. This was exciting for us. They found us on Instagram, and then once we started actually talking to them and we were a possible venue, it was, this is a huge impact for the town. We're really excited to film. It's not the typical filming where it's 5,000 people. It's a very juried show invite only. We know plenty of people locally who have submitted applications. <laughs> uh, and we, I actually just met with them today. It's a great group of people from Boston. Our local PBS station will be here and I'm excited. I hope they pick some community members who are supportive of the mansion so that we can see them and they can feel more involved, but it's going to be a great, I mean, busy two days in August of filming, but also just really great exposure for us and for Middletown. Well, it's, it's nice too, because usually that, usually that show will talk about the history, either of the space that they're in or the city or the the region. So it's just a wonderful opportunity for, for Middletown to, to be on that type of stage. Yeah. So we found out that they're actually going to appraise a few items that are in the house from the Wadsworth era for us uh, and make it part of the show. Uh, So they were very excited about some of the paintings and some of the chairs here. So we don't have full information about everything in the house. So it'll be really good for us, that feedback, and also to add to our historical tours. 
That's exciting. Great. And I know later in the summer, I think you usually have an open air market. Yes. So our open air market, another event canceled last year, coming back strong this year. So in 2019, we had the highest guest attendance ever with almost 10,000 people throughout. Wow. So we are not expecting that much, but just to say that we're going to have a couple thousand people out that outside on the lawn supporting local vendors and artists and craftsmen and farmers. It's going to be a fantastic community event. And this is one where, you know, bring your family. Every single demographic is going to find something here. We have candles, we have painters, we have clay potters. Um, You can buy a birdhouse, you can buy clothes. It's just amazing the vendors that come out for this show. And again, it utilizes all local people. And so we're really into supporting that, especially after last year. But it's a full day event for us. It's the last Sunday in August from 10 to 4. The Middletown Symphonic Orchestra will be playing and in the morning. And then Juice Box, the band, will be playing in the afternoon. There's lots of fun activities, face painting down the vista. It'll be a fun-filled day for us. And then we'll all take the next day off. That's you know, so we said good. that in 2019 because we work weddings Friday, Saturday, right? Oh. And we come in and do this. And I remember in 2019, we said, let's take that Monday off. And none of us did. What's wrong with us? Why are we here? Uh, But we will definitely take this day off because the following weekend, we have five weddings. Wow. So, yes. I'm assuming business has been pretty brisk for the weddings, you know, after I'm sure there was a bit of a downturn or there was nothing really happening. You would be correct. Uh, We managed to reopen partially last July. Um, and navigated the guidelines, changed them. We had wonderful clients to work with that were really supportive of us as well. And then this year, luckily, we were able to open right in March. And in, as you know, a couple of weeks ago, the restrictions lifted. And we are packed this year and next year. There was pent-up demand. People had to reschedule. Many of those couples who got engaged during covid pause their wedding planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was like a hurricane that hit us and other wedding venues. We can't complain at all. Uh, but I did tell my husband, we are not going on vacation between April and October for the next two years, basically. You're so so that's amazing. That's but amazing. great. We were able to hire another person here, um, bring another person into the team and our vendors are happy. So I, I can't complain at all. That's great. It will, it, it, it'll be great to see all of this activity going on at our neighbors. Cause I know here at Mercy, we'll be having several summer programs going on for both middle school students and uh, some of our upcoming high school students. So I guess both of our properties will be humming this summer. (laughs) Well, and that's so good to see, not only because of COVID, but also because, you know, it's the summertime. And I feel like for us, that's our busy season. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's going to be mutually as nice to see people next door and have, you know, neighbors out and about. Sometimes we feel a little secluded over here because we're not, you know, downtown Main Street, but we're still just as busy. Exactly. No, that's, that's great. And um, I know, Megan, too, I, you know, when you are not uh, planning weddings or antique roadshows or something, you're also, you, Megan, are giving back to the community. So tell, tell us a little bit about that, what you do to, to give sure. back. So um, I came to Middletown two years ago, and I have been a Rotarian since I was 14, huge nerd alert. So I joined Middletown Rotary and I just love everything they do for the community. 
Um, so I am their president-elect as of July, so I'll be president 2022 to 2023. They're a great organization that probably doesn't get enough credit for what they do because they simply don't talk about it a lot. They're very mm-hmm. humble people. Uh, I'm not as humble. I'm fine parading all their all of our successes. Uh, so we actually meet here now because during COVID, we couldn't meet anywhere else. We yep. have this beautiful tented area out back and everyone felt safe meeting outside, wearing masks when they walked through the building. So it was nice to at least have one meeting a week where I could interact directly face-to-face with people. That's great. Uh, at Middletown Rotary, um, they offer scholarships to high school people. I say they, it's we. I just am, you know, maybe I am a little humble. And uh, we offer scholarships to Vinyl Tech specifically uh, to two of their students. We sponsored a Little League team this year. Uh, with, I was very excited about that. It's nice to see Middletown Rotary Club on the back of their jerseys as they are playing softball, even though they're quite young. It's adorable to watch. Um, we sponsor literacy programs in town. We help out with chamber events. We're really well-rounded. We have a couple of areas of focus, um, but they're very broad areas of focus, you know, health, literacy, the environment, conflict negotiation, even on an international level. Uh, so we have a lot of reach. Uh, we try to act as locally as much as possible, but we do have a global perspective as well. So we sponsor a water, uh, it's kind of a water project, we call it in Guatemala. So all good things. Great. And so I know we've been talking a lot about the summer. So what other community events should we be putting on our calendars for the for the uh, fall? So in October, we are going to talk about the haunted ghost side of the mansion because oh. it's an old mansion. So there's got to be ghosts here. <laughs> uh, I do not like staying here by myself after dark, but I'm very scared. So my staff makes fun of me all the time. So we're going to kind of delve into that part of the history. We might do a haunted ghost tour on the trails. We have our holiday bazaar in December, which is kind of a limited version of our open air market. It's completely indoors, perfect time for holiday shopping. And then we have our open house in January, the Sunday after New Year's Eve, horse-drawn carriage ride, rides, historical tours, light refreshments, uh, just to give some the community something to do to celebrate the new year. Um, and hopefully we'll do a couple more events. We've kind of been, have some on the back burner, but we've been waiting to see consumer confidence after we all come out of 2020. Sure. Uh, and hopefully we'll, you can always look at our website and our Instagram for those, but we have some things in the works, including a paint the walk, which everyone would get a space on our driveway to paint with chalk and design something that's related to the community or to the Wadsworth mansion. Oh, nice. Uh, so there's a bunch of ideas brewing. You have four wedding and event planners here. So we're always coming up with ideas. It's more, how do we edit those ideas back down to reality? <laughs> of course. No, that that's great. It's just, it's so nice to hear about all these events that the public can go to. So it's, you know, it's not, I mean, I don't want to say not just a wedding venue, not just an, a gorgeous wedding venue or a private event venue, but it really is an opportunity for people to come together and, and connect uh, in a really yeah, special It is. I always tell people, you know, our private events or weddings or corporate events, um, our nonprofit charity fundraisers, they allow us to remain open to the community. They allow us to put money back into the grounds, the mansion itself, do some capital projects so that the public can enjoy the space and so that we can reach out to new people that might not come here on a regular basis or know about it. And I, I know that Mercy certainly enjoys having you as a neighbor. So it's just, 
it's wonderful. Every time I get to talk to you, it's just, it's great talking with you and, and, and getting, getting to, to be together on our back lawns. Yeah. I'll, I can, I can shout hello to you this summer from, from my lawn to your lawn. Yeah, as we're walking through, I'll wave. And so, although I do, I love hearing the intercom. Yeah. Uh, I went to Catholic school, so it's kind of funny to hear like the prayer going across the back of our lawn. We can't hear it at the mansion, but if I'm walking, I kind of sometimes try to walk between two and two 30. <laughs> I can hear the announcements and it's just so nostalgic for me to hear. See mercy's prayers are, are far reaching. <laughs> they are exactly. Multiple lots are hearing them. Well, thank you so much, Megan, for for your time and for talking to our listeners uh, about all that's going on at the Wadsworth Mansion. Of course, it was a pleasure. As you said before, I've really enjoyed getting to know you and getting to know more about Mercy. So we'll continue to strengthen our partnership through being neighbors. And thank you, everyone, for listening today and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Tiger Talk podcast. Listen to the latest episodes at mercyhigh.com or subscribe to get the latest podcasts delivered to your device, either at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify.